It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Experiences with God. And our scripture reference is Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. In the United Methodist Church, we talk about the Wesleyan quadrilateral. Don't worry, it's not a formula you memorize to get the right answers on a test. Life with God doesn't work that way. Faith is not a problem to solve, but a life to live with God. The Wesleyan quadrilateral is a tool used to understand our Christian faith. It helps reflect on theological issues. We call to mind four elements of our Christian faith. Scripture, tradition, reason, and experience all serve as reference points. There is, of course, more we can say about it. It could be there's too much more to say. We attribute the Wesleyan quadrilateral to John Wesley. It was, however, a theologian in the 1960s, Albert C. Outler, who first used the phrase. Outler worried people misunderstood how he used the phrase in interpreting Wesley's theology. It's possible to overemphasize the tools we use in our theological goals. To the point, Outler thought people would think tradition, reason, and experience were on par with Scripture. He didn't believe they were. Wesley didn't either. John Wesley once wrote, Let me be homo unius libre, a man of one book. The Bible was his first source of inspiration and guidance. The other sides of the quadrilateral followed. Wesley was Anglican. Anglican theology used scripture, tradition, and reason as reference points of theological understanding. So Wesley didn't invent the quadrilateral. He built on his faith's guidance. He did add the fourth element we know experience. If you're familiar with Wesleyan history, that makes complete sense. Remember Wesley's Aldersgate experience? It was there he felt his heart strangely warmed. Funny to me, his experience didn't come from listening to a sermon. It wasn't even a result of praying or hearing scripture read. No, someone was reading Martin Luther's introduction to the book of Romans. That experience seemed to shape much of Wesley's theology and practice. Now, I didn't mean to give you a history lesson. I wanted to remind you of experience's role in our faith. I read experience in today's scripture passage. In Acts 11, Peter must give an account of his mission to the Gentiles. Keep in mind that this new branching out didn't sit well with many people of faith. Many of them had heard about Gentiles coming to faith in Jesus. The first chance they got, they criticized Peter for his ministry. That'll preach. A group of criticizers asked Peter, why did you go to uncircumcised men and eat with them? To be fair, it's an appropriate question. 
how would you have responded? How would you respond today if someone criticized you for prioritizing ministry to a particular group? It still happens. When it has happened to me, I've mostly responded with reason. Because God wants us to reach out to everyone, is what I probably said. And that makes sense, right? It's reasonable, after all. Notice, though, how Peter responded to his critics. He didn't talk about the Bible. He didn't get into reason or even tradition. He would have had solid arguments if he did. Instead, he told a story. He told them about his experience with the people he met and how they came to know God. And what was the result of that? When the people heard Peter's experience, their criticism transformed to praise. Lesson noted. Don't think your experiences with God are a small matter. They might just be what someone else needs to hear to praise God, assuming you're telling them. Stay blessed.